What's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of the Fatherhood Village Podcast. I go by the name of Dale Holloway, and I'm always with my boy Kev Hick. We are your TV host. Listen, we have a special guest to join us on the show today, talking about alternative ways to uh, seek help. Uh, we're talking about self-improvement, talking about self-actualization, and we're going and, and talk about a, a, a host of other things. But before we jump into that topic, I'd like to bring on the second half of, of the host for the day, Kev Hick, man. What's going on with you, brother? Man, I'm well, bro. How you doing? I'm good. Life is good, man. Uh, the, the snow is a little dissipated at this point. We got the kids out there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I keep forgetting about that Alaska. <laughs> you you back in the you back in the icebox, yeah. Right, right. So, but it, it's all right. It's all right out here, man. Just uh, soaking in, but, but everything's blessings, man. Health, everybody's happy. Absolutely, can't complain. Can't complain. Not wrong with that. Awesome, awesome. But uh, but yeah, man. As as this episode unfolds, uh, we're gonna talk about some great things, and and we're honored to have the privilege to have a special guest on today's show again to talk about alternative forms of help. Uh, we're talking about uh, the, the spiritual aspect of things and we're diving into some astrology uh, type of thinking, um, you know, ways of healing, uh, some interesting things, some interesting things I think you guys will be uh, enlightened today. So as our special guest, we'd like to bring in uh, this gentleman. His name is Martel Akade. He goes by the name of Daddy, uh, excuse me, yeah, Daddy Longlegs. Um, and he, he's he's welcome today with open arms and uh without further ado how you doing brother welcome to the show all right Dale. so before we continue i want to give a shout out to our sponsors let's get checked listen fellas low testosterone can cause muscle loss erectile dysfunction reduce sex drive fatigue obesity and symptoms of depression so if you're having trouble making gains at the gym putting it down in the bedroom maintaining adequate energy levels, staying lean, having mood issues, you could in fact have low testosterone. I can say from experience that Let's Get Checked makes getting tested easy with next day delivery. You just receive your test, send it off, and get your results in two to five days. Get your testosterone levels checked today at trylgc.com forward slash TFV. Again, that's trylgc.com forward slash TFV. The coupon code TFV gets you 30% off in the checkout. As men and as leaders, we got to be fully functional out here. The array of home health test kits available from Let's Get Checked makes staying on top of your health easy. So check it out, guys. The link's in the description. And let's get back into this conversation. I'm doing beautiful. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so bef before we get into um, some questions that, that Kev and I may have, can you kind of walk us through what, what got you to this point as, as far as your your occupation and what you do to help others? What kind of got you to this spot right here? And why why is it so so important for you to do this? Okay. Um, so I started studying astrology around 18 or 19. Um, I'm 33 now. But um what I always tell people is that growing up, I've always been like the friend that people come to for advice, like, and some, some extremely traumatic, some, you know, they broke up with their girlfriend and when we were in eighth grade or whatever, I've always been that kind of person. So, uh, I guess when, once I started going on the journey, understanding myself more, uh, 
I, you know, I gravitated towards astrology. I had a uncle who kind of introduced me to a lot of things revolving around spirituality. He got me into martial arts. He got me into astrology, studying ancient African history, all these things. So around, like I said, 18, 19, I started getting into like, you know, basic sun sign stuff. And uh, for people who don't know, sun sign is basically a regular zodiac. It's like, you know, my birthday's next week, so I'm a Libra, you know. Um, and I went to go visit him. He was getting a reading done, another type of reading by like, like uh, people who don't know. This is a African religion called Ifa. And they have priests within the religion. So he's getting a reading by the priest. I come there with a few of my boys and we like this chilling in the back and kind of like a little, little eavesdropping. And uh, once they're done, we're talking to the Babalao, asking them a bunch of questions. And one of my friends goes, um, hey, Baba, what's, what's your sign? So he's like, oh, I'm a Scorpio. And then he kind of, you know, when people talk about astrology, they usually do some kind of like stare like, oh, you a Gemini? I can't mess with you. So he kind of looked at us. He was like, before you kind of get into your shit about, you know, Scorpios, you got to understand that there's more to it than just your sun sign. So he starts to explain the natal charts to, to us. Like, oh, your moon could be here. Your moon could be in Gemini, but your Mars could be in, in Aries or whatever. And this blew my mind. I had no idea that it went this in depth in, in, in describing the uniqueness of a person. So we all know our sun sign, but to know that you could have three Capricorns in a room, one has a, a moon in Aries, the other one has a moon in Sagittarius, another one has a moon in like Aquarius. And this will uh, show different, this will kind of reveal what makes them different. Mm. So once he told me that I got on the computer and from that point on, 15 years later, this is where I'm at. And it's been an obsession. It's been a way that I've been able to help a lot of people, um, inc including myself. Yeah. It's put a lot of things in context for me in regards to seasons. We all go through different seasons and, you know, it's good to have a context to put it in, to be yeah. able to go, all right, this is happening because, oh, okay, this is transiting my second house or this, this and that. Um, so, yeah, it brought me to this point. And I'm grateful for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you, you said your birthday, your birthday is next week. So is mine. I'm October 10th. So, Hey, uh, Libra game. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. October 6th. No, solid, solid. Happy, happy early birthday, brother. Same to you. Same to you. Right, right. So, uh, oh, um, oh, <clears throat> yeah, my pass is in April. I'm a, uh, what they call tourist. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. Yeah. Hey, hey, he's stubborn. <laughs> he's stubborn. I am. Stubborn. I, am. I, I wear that proudly. You know. It's all good. It's all good. But uh, so uh, I guess my big my biggest question to you is um you know when a man comes to you you know what type of issues do people come to you to solve uh, in your in your ministry and in your in your profession like when 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 a guy's coming to you what type of things can you help him with. Uh, you know, we in the village, we in the village, we trying to figure out how to make sure that men are, are just give, given an opportunity to find someone who, who has, you know, a tool that they can use and put in their toolbox. So what tool are, are you sharing with these with these brothers using your uh, your knowledge? Um, this I've, I've had because um, when I first started these services, I started last December and mm -hmm. I did it for free for a whole month to see, like, who would come to me. And just kind of do it almost as a case study. And 
I got the gambit of men. I got, I had kid, I had 19 year olds in college trying to find themselves. Maybe they were like, you know, they didn't know if they should stay in school or if they should go this other route. You know, I met men that were divorced. I met men that, you know, were having certain issues with their fathers. I talked to gay men. I talked to straight men. Um, it was, it was, it varied a lot, but I would say the, some of the common uh, issues that came up was uh, money. Sometimes people want to know when is the make, like, when is the time to make the right move? Um, I had one brother right. hit me up and he's just like, well, I'm trying to start this business. And, you know, he's laying out his plan for me and he's like, I want to know what these next months are looking like for me. And, you know, I kind of pulled out a map of United States and there's a form of astrology called astrocartography where you can see what places on the globe are good for you or going to bring a certain amount of certain type of energy, you know, your mm -hmm. Venus line, since that deals with beauty, that might be a place where you take a girl on a nice vacation It's very romantic or, mm -hmm. you know, maybe, uh, you know, that's also a good line for money or, you know, your sun line, which is really good for the, your ego and just wanting to search yourself. You know, you right. got Pluto might be more about transformation. So, I looked it up, I gave him, and we were able to create a plan based off of that. Yeah. You know, um, another an, another guy was going through a really hard breakup. And, you know, he just, you know, sometimes, you know, even some of my sessions, it's just pure listening. You know, I might look at their birth chart, but sometimes a person just needs to get it out. They just need to mm -hmm. say, yo, I'm going through this. Yeah. And to have somebody that can receive it in, in, a, in a similar way, because I'm a man, I might have been through certain like similar experiences. So I could yeah. go, oh, I see where you're coming from. We need somebody to listen. And it's nice to have like an outlier to like stand outside of us and be able to look at what's going on. So that's, right. that's what I've been doing for a while now. Absolutely. So I had a quick question. What was probably the most difficult, I guess, situation to uncover and try to, I guess, help someone navigate through, uh, whether it been a, a, a man, a woman, um, indifferent, what was, what was something that was kind of troublesome for you to kind of help someone out and, you know, finding a solution or a way forward? It's just two uh, situations that come to mind, mainly for women, even though it definitely happens for men, um, sexual traumas, you know, things, cause you can see, you could spot things like that in a chart as well. You could see, things that might've happened in childhood or, you know, sexual assault, molestation. So I've dealt with clients that had to go through that. And it's, it's really intense. You know, there was a time within my practice where I was afraid to even go there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I'm looking at something, I'm like, this kind of looks like this and I don't want to say, and then I do, I'm like, hey, I don't want to, you know, step on any boundaries, but did this yeah. happen? And they're usually like, whoa, yes. And they also usually thank me. Like, I wasn't expecting this from the reading, but you bringing this up helped me get so much closure about it. So that's one. And then um, particularly, this is a real controversial one, but I'm just a person who see, looks looks at patterns. Um, is a, I've had a couple of um, gay men hit me up and there's this, the, the, and the ones that 
I did services with, there was a correlation between, and I can't even, I can't even put it on just that because we all, it, it can manifest in different ways, but mm. deep rooted issues with the father, you know, mm. like one, one guy, I'm, you know, speak and stuff like that. And it's like, man, I think you're seeking your father in these relationships. Cause that'll be a main thing. He'll talk about, Hey man, you know, I want to see what love is like. And, you know, I met this guy and, you know, we talk about, all right, cool. How does he seem? Oh, he seems, you know, whatever. And, but there's a certain undertone to what he's expressing. I'm like, you're yearning for something. And I can see it in your chart. I can see where, cause certain planets will represent certain uh, people in your family. So like the moon represents your mother, Saturn represents your father. Sun also represents your father in certain ways. So seeing how these things line up, it's like, Ooh, this is deeper than just you finding love. Right. So if you're willing to go there, we can, if, you know, some people, if they're not, I respect the boundary, but you know, it's so many layers to, um, to our lives and what we experience. That's, that's, um, that's very interesting because, you know, like I said, this, this whole podcast is about, uh, first of all, building those, um, building those relationships between father and son, but also, uh, in a way, healing those relationships that are currently being broken while there's still time to make the correction, right? From the fathers that hear mm -hmm. our voices and listen to our counsel. Um, and then also uh, those of us who are up in age and, and learning to adjust uh, and, and deal with our inner broken child, right? And, and, and how we affect mm -hmm. our children and how we affect the people in our lives uh, as a result of what we've been through, what we survived, the trauma we've either given to other people or we've been the receptor of. Um, it's very interesting that you find that correlation in people, uh, you know, in different ways and in, in different parts of your practice, because that's exactly what, you know, the fatherhood village is about is trying to prevent the trauma and heal the trauma where necessary mm -hmm. and where possible. Right. Cause you know, we're not miracle workers, but you know, a lot can be done when you focus on something. First of all, you admit that there's an issue and you witness it and, you, and you're aware of it and you're made aware of it. And then you're committed to trying to figure out how to find a better, a better way or a better solution or, or another behavioral manifestation that doesn't hurt and doesn't continue the cycle, you know? And so, uh, man, that's mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. We appreciate um, what you guys are doing. Yeah, absolutely. We we appreciate you, man. Uh, just allude to what Kev was saying, man. This this is exactly what we wanted to start. We wanted to uh, implement, you know, having folks like yourself and people in all walks of life that are in the in the business of helping others. You know, um, mm -hmm. so that's 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 what we're here for, and we all need it. Like you know, we sometimes I feel like now nah, I feel like I'm okay. I'll, I'll be all right, but then. We need to have that maturity and be like, okay, let's let's dive a little deeper or let's get a little bit more detailed about some of the things we go to. We could think that it's something small and some nuisance, but it could, you know, uh, you know, develop into something worse. And especially when having children, you know yeah. what I mean? You definitely yeah, yeah. want to be watchful and, and cognizant of that. Um, go ahead. Yeah, you know, it's it's um it's extremely important that we kind of rebuild what our culture is, especially black culture, right? And and for black men specifically, mm -hmm. getting away from all the things that have been shoved in our faces, you know, pimping, uh, uh, thugging, uh, you know, the whoring, right, all right, these right. different things that we do. I think that we need to make a culture, and I don't know how we do this outside of platforms like this and the other platforms uh, dedicated to fathers, mentors, brotherhoods, and things of that nature. Um, but it needs to be culture that when you need help, you go seek help and you can never be too tough for help. Right. And, and yeah, right. Just asking for help 
needs to be culture in our in our society, especially in the black community, just because we are so conditioned to deal with trauma in our own way, in our own way is usually a way of ignorance, right? It doesn't, mm-hmm, doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily help us um, move forward or, or create a different reality. Um, and so, you know, I, I want anybody who's listening to this, I really want them to get the point of, of never be afraid to ask for help. You're not too tough to ask for help. You're not too masculine to ask for help. It is not masculinity. Right. It is not toughness. Uh, it is not grit to, to go without, especially when you're talking about mental health, spiritual health, right? Your energetic posturing and, and what you give and deliver to the people around you. And, and for us, again, this is the fatherhood village. We're talking about fathers, how you impact your child dictates how yeah. they move and how they operate, the behavioral manifestations of their trauma and their experience. Some of them are be, you know, positive. They're positive experiences that fed them and they gave them fruit will lead to them doing great things and great behavioral manifestations. But there are some things that you can put into your kids unknowing not like completely on accident because you're not dealing with your own shit because you're too, you're too logical or you're too tough to go seek help, whether there's alternative help or conventional help or modern help or a classic, old you know, wisdom, whatever you need to do, you need to leave no stone unturned uh, as far as just trying to make sure that you can provide yourself a healthy experience from this point. You can't change yesterday, but you can change this point. And that's what we're trying to do here in the fatherhood villages, you know, encourage brothers to change from this point on, I'm going to do this differently and better in whatever ways I can uh, contribute better to it. You know? And so we appreciate brothers like you because it takes a brother like yourself. It takes people like us. It takes people who are willing to, first of all, be rejected by our own, be questioned Mm -hmm. by our own, be insulted Mm -hmm. by our own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Because we have to get through that tougher outer layer. And so, excuse me. Have you experienced uh, some of that pushback from brothers when you're trying to help them, you're trying to give them the game, you're trying to give them some guidance, but they're too tough for the, the message, they're too tough to hear what you're saying, and you see that resistance? Oh, all the time. Um, <laughs> I, ha- I have one uh, particular story in mind where it was actually my uh, client of mine who's a woman her, hit her, her husband. So, you know, they're going, you know, they're, marriages up and down and all that stuff and it wasn't bad but he had a um child from a previous marriage and uh from yeah from what i remember it was basically like she you know as far as i guess the the other uh, mother's perspective is he moved on he got his life he got his new baby and all that she a little jealous so now she's creating trauma and that trauma a drama rather um and that drama turned into you know you know how we get sometimes like if you push the buttons we're gonna get a little aggressive but it was i could tell it was done very strategically he didn't like harm her but it was like a situation with a boyfriend she's dating and he like i'm about to break this dude's jaw kind of a thing long story short he ends up having to go to court he has a court case but my client his wife is pregnant so this is, you know, causing stress with her. Right. So over the course of, I would say, like a year, maybe a little less than a year, you know, I'll be like, you know, how you doing? Oh, uh, you know, he's in court. You know, I hear the stress coming from her. And, yeah. you know, you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, the, you know, hearing the stress come from her, I'm like, man, she shouldn't be going through this. I wish he would talk to me. Because, you right. know, when a woman is pregnant, 
in a very vulnerable state. You know, their mind goes different places. They're tapped into this child. They shouldn't be in a place of panic. So I was like, you know, you should, you should have him call me. So, you know, month one goes by. Yeah. He said, he's going to call you back and da, 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 two, three months, four months. Things are escalating and getting more intense. And I'm just like, I'm like, you know, call me. So finally, after, I don't know, six, seven months, I'm like, have him play this message. I was like, my brother, I need you to call me. I was like, I don't want her calling me. I don't want no relay. I'm talking to you directly through this message. I need you to call me. I need you to set up an appointment so we can talk about this. So after a long period of time, he finally hit me up. We start talking about things that were going on. You know, I, you know, I got two kids. I, I was married at one time. I got divorced. So I know all the little intricate parts of splitting up with a partner and having a, you know, having a kid by having a kid or two by them and the dynamics, how those, how people respond to those dynamics. So, right. yeah. so I'm an astrologer, I'm a human, you know? So I was able to, like you said, put him on game and give him some insight of how to deal with this, you know, whether it be understanding her a little more astrologically and being like, all right, well, she's, you know, this is, I don't expect you to understand, but like her son is in your, you know, in your eighth house. So this means, ah, ah, and you know, you should try to do this and X, Y, and Z. And afterwards he's like, wow, I had no idea. You know, again, a lot of guys, they think it's going to be, you know, flower filters and namaste. I'm not saying that's bad, but again, we can use this in a very practical way. Just yeah. like we, just like we tend to our home, you know, whether you're a builder, some of the sink needs to be fixed, you go and fix it. You know, we keep maintenance within our home, our cars, Mm-hmm. And I I feel that it is a uh a, a absolute necessity to also take care of spiritual maintenance in the same way and yeah. to lead in the same way. Yeah. So that we can foresee Absolutely. certain things because we have just as men, as leaders of our family, we you know, whatever we apply our mind to will be another tool in our belt in regards to leadership. So to be able to lead spiritually, you know. When something goes wrong with my children, I could look at their chart and be like, all right, he's kind of going through this this year. You know, he's kind of going, my daughter's going through that. Oh, you know, the things that they go through, but being able to put into context, maybe, you know, this is a time for my daughter to join a sport. This is my yeah. time for my son to do this. You know, if I'm dating somebody, same thing, you know, seeing if we're compatible, yeah. you know, so I don't waste time. So yeah. we don't waste time. You know what I mean? So yeah, I've, 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 I've experienced some reluctance some reluctancy from men, but um, usually I eventually could kind of wheel them in, but sometimes it's difficult because you know how we are. Yeah. Right. And it just starts with a, a simple conversation. Right, right. You know, and just having that conversation evolve um, because a lot of us don't want to be vulnerable to the wrong folks. So we save, keep a lot of information and, and it's challenging. Like I said, just to divulge information that, that's kind of mm-hmm. sacred to you and yeah, then you know yeah, if yeah. you hit on this point, you gotta explain the backstory <clears throat> of it. Then you like, ah, I don't even right, want right. to get into it. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want to unpack certain things. But yeah, it's it's tough. You know what I mean? I think you you made a you made a, a good enough point. You know, a lot of times we have to ourselves like like how to go about maintenancing our minds and our spirits. Like 
men immediately understand I'm gonna go to the gym, I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna get some packs, I'm gonna get some buys right, and some right, tries right. and the six pack. <laughs> like we immediately get that we need to be war ready physically, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and you know, just for like I, I work out. I, and I just started working out again. COVID took me out of the game and I'm building a house right now. I got a lot going on. So okay. um, so my paper chase took me out of the game for a minute, but I jumped back in and uh, I'm about to get back like I've been back. Um, but yeah. like we understand, I go to the gym. We understand, you know, for those of us who are pro Second Amendment, I carry a gun, right? Mm-hmm. I, we understand, keep our head on the swivel, be situationally aware. Right. Make sure we, you know, we got our shit together. We understand having our, you know, many of us, some of us, I won't say many, some of us understand keeping our finances in order, being a good financial steward. Right. 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 Again, being war ready at all times, we are prepared for a financial issue. We are prepared for a physical confrontation. We are prepared everything in the world. And then somebody asks you, well, how's your spiritual life? And you're like, I mean, I feel okay. <laughs> somebody asks you, you know, how's your mental health? How's your mental health, man? And you're like, uh, I guess I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, they don't even have a concept of the maintenance that you put on your body, the maintenance that you put in your bank account, the the precautions that you take and which, where you go and how you, and how situationally aware you are, the gun you carry. All of these things are, are meant to protect your experience here and protect your life. But we don't give that same credence to mental health or spiritual health at all mm-hmm. not from what we absorb anything uh, like the things we absorb are terrible they're toxic like we go everywhere mm-hmm. to look for the thing that is going to bring our vibration down we go everywhere to look for the thing that's going to drop our moods we're looking for outrage in every direction and those of us aware enough and and like wise enough eventually catch on all oh, that outrage is adding to my anxiety it's, it's taking away from my experience mm-hmm. i'm gonna turn the news mm-hmm. off right <clears throat> we can mm-hmm. get to that point but when do we start making a culture to say, listen, how do I get my spiritual life in order? Like I, I did my workout today. I got, I worked out three times a day. I did three, four bodies uh, this week. Now I ain't did no spiritual, nothing. How do I even implement right. that in my yeah. daily regimen? What are some things that a man can start to do to start to exercise his spirit and exercise his mind health as it pertains to his spirit? Um, um, as much as he would, as much as he would exercise his body, just to bring that routine in, and then go, right. get into the depths of it as he gets more and more interested or more and more fit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Um, there's there's a lot of ways to start. I mean, if you want to go the more spiritual route, I could I would definitely recommend looking at your natal chart and somebody to read it. Um, even studying yourself. But um, one thing that's big for me is prayer. You know, praying every morning, praying twice, three times if you have to, you know, during the day and just, you know, I think what helps in that, um, that whole thing about needing help or not needing help is understanding there's something so much bigger than you out there. And you're this tiny little thing in this vast universe, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think prayer is the beginning of understanding that you're tapping into something beyond you. You know, whether it be your ancestors, whether it be, you know, the all God, you know, however you do it. But I think I think prayer is a perfect place to start because then I say prayer and meditation. I think those are two perfect places to start. Um, You know, I know certain people have their own religions. I have no problem with that. You know, I wasn't raised Christian, but I say the past couple of months I've been just reading the Bible for gems. Cause you could find gems in anything. That's some game. You know, there's these, some game. Man. These 
these ancient scriptures, they, there's a lot of meaning and symbolism behind it. So whether you're Muslim and you're reading the Quran, you know, Jewish in the Torah, you know, you're Christian, you're reading the Bible or whatever, you can find that these, these, uh, these uh, documents, these books have been used for thousands of years to, to create a, a spiritual code of conduct. And if you're able to align yourself, whatever, whatever path you choose, you know, I, I, I highly recommend that. Mm, that's yeah. deep. And that's simple. Anybody can do it. Um, you just have to commit to your having a better experience. You're giving a better experience as well. I think a lot of times it starts from service for us. Like for me, I understand when I'm not healthy, when I'm not mm-hmm. giving a healthy experience, right? When my, when my impact isn't healthy, I'm like, oh, I need to sit, I need to sit the hell down and go and go find somewhere to meditate. I need to go get some mm-hmm. alone time. You know what I'm saying? I need some me time. I need to decompress because what I'm giving off now is not uh, edifying those around me. It's, 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 it's creating damage and, and micro tears and, and their, and their surface, you know? And so, you know, me and my wife, we we always, uh, you know, we watch each other for those moments, and we try to make sure that we give uh-huh. each other breaks when it, when it's necessary. Um, but I think that that's a great place to start. And as simple as it is, hell, I'm a man who's I'm, I'm aware enough, you know. But I didn't think, you know, what maybe I should just set a regimen, a regimented schedule for prayer and meditation today. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I. Like I used to be on a meditation schedule and you get away from stuff, you get busy and you get away from stuff. Yeah. And then it, then it becomes like foreign language. I haven't meditated on a regular basis uh, in a while. I've been visualizing a lot cause I'm trying to manifest this mm-hmm. house and stuff uh, and rebuilding uh-huh. and everything, but I haven't been meditating, like truly just sitting down and, and, and giving that meditation time. And uh, I can kind of tell. It helps. We, we talked about it um, a while ago. But uh, I take the time throughout my commute to and from work to meditate. That's like the the long mm. time that I need, and no music, no phone calls. You know, sometimes I'm on autopilot because I'm so lost in my own thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. You know, taking that same route to and from work, but that's that's the time I know it is necessary because if if I know I'm not you know zoned out listening to tunes or you know, audio books or something like that. I know I need that one-on-one with myself because having yes, children, yeah. having a family, once you get home, it's a, you know, it's a whole daddy other mode. road that starts. Yeah. You got to be in daddy mode, <laughs> husband mode. So yeah, you got to mm-hmm. find what, whether it's in the shower, um, if you need to go, if you're doing long care outside, take some time that you can just tap into your own conscience. You know what I'm saying? And kind of, um, you know, figuring some things out for yourself. That's a good point. Um, and which is why my damn water bill be so high. I need to take my meditation. Yo, the shower, I'm such a genius in the shower. For some reason, I come up with the greatest ideas, money uh-huh. making schemes, everything. I'm so right. free in the shower and I don't, that's, that's terribly wasteful. I should stop it. Um, and now, and now we have a, like a small, like I'm in a temporary apartment. We have like a small water heater. So I haven't been able to meditate very well. Cause we got five minutes of hot water and that's about okay. it. Uh, I don't know oh, wow. what's up with this apartment complex, like five or 10 minutes. It's, it's, it ain't, it ain't right. But I can tell you that, uh, we all kind of, we find ourselves doing busy things during those specific times that we could actually be feeding our minds or at least clearing them. Right. Like to mm-hmm. your point, 
lawn care, um, long drives, and the body's on autopilot. Like I was just listening to some some uh, some brain study stuff about how how we are really truly not even present during tasks that we have done before. Once you've done a task and done it repetitively, your brain stops. Like your brain, it becomes an involuntary um, uh, function, almost like breathing or or your heartbeat. Like it's really wow. uh, something that you don't do. So I feel like I teleport home from work sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's, that started to scare me. So I started listening to stand-up comedy so I can like at least feel like I was aware enough. But sometimes the jokes are too good and I still feel like I teleport. But <laughs> right, right. Whether, it's, whether it's cutting grass and just being along with you, being alone with your thoughts, if you can think over the line more, hum, I can't, but I know people who love lawn, uh, lawn work because it does that for them. My mom, uh, she loves lawn work because it's her meditation. Whether it's showers, whether it's long drives, um, we need to at least be aware and, uh, and cognizant that those are opportunities because the first excuse and the only excuse that you will ever hear when you tell someone to better themselves is what, oh man, you know, I ain't got time, man. I'd be busy. Right. Everybody's busy. Everybody's yeah. busy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we have to start finding opportunities within our version of busy to, to be our best and to bring our best. And sometimes that, that means that, you know, if we can't make five minutes, we take the five minutes that we're scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, right? Uh, we're, I don't know what the, you know, if we're not staring at the ceiling, meditating, visualizing, or we're not sitting in silence, there's still opportunities in the day where we can meditate safely and, and really ground ourselves again. And I think that, you know, we just all have to be aware and mindful that at the very least, between prayer and meditation, we can give ourselves a different experience. And if that is not enough, then we can reach out to brothers like uh, like brothers like you. Uh, I even have a, a thing where I mentor young men. I talk to men who need help. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, there's always someone that you can talk to. And if we can't find it within ourselves to be better and do better and offer better, we have to go find alternative r- routes. Uh, whether it's conventional, whether it's modern medicine, whether it's something mm-hmm, that people mm-hmm. are hip to or they're not hip to, whether it's a higher self or, you know, normal uh, things that everybody's, uh, uh, you know, accepting of. I think that we just need to make sure that we're always functioning. And to do that, sometimes we need to ask ourselves, are we really there? Are we really, you know, at our best? And for the most part, you know, we'd be surprised sometimes the answer is no. And few of us like to admit that we haven't been given our best or haven't been offering our best or that our impact hasn't been its best, you know. And so I think that, that that self-correction needs to be there and that awareness has to be there for that to happen. Yeah. I think um, a great way to form those habits, because I get similar advice about diet, Um all of our habits are usually created from a space of joy. The reason why you eat the food you eat is because you can't, you crave it. If, you know, it's a cheesecake your grandmother makes, it's like, I love this thing. So, you know, I give this advice usually for diet, but I think in creating habits for yourself in general, is like, make it feel good. You know, whatever you can do to, to, to um, you want to look forward to your meditation. If that's two minutes, I feel like, um, especially with the way it's marketed, meditation and all these things that give us clarity or like these unreachable things if you're not you know wearing you know genie pants and a man bun you can't do it and it's something that's outside of you but <laughs> <laughs> like like your mind is here yeah you know if, if this two minutes with yourself and then also seeing it from a space of like 
uh, is an investment. You know what I mean? Like we think we're taking oh, ah, it's taking away from my time from this, but I know I had to learn this about resting. Is like I consider resting part of my work because if I don't rest, then my work isn't going to be of the quality that I want it to be. So yeah, instead that's of right you know, now. when when I was when I was younger, I'm like what two like three hours of sleep. I'm gonna wake up four o'clock. I gotta do X, Y, and Z, take the kids to school, then go to work and all these things. And and I would come home and my body is depleted. I couldn't even uh, engage my children properly because I've been running around all day off, off of three hours of sleep because I'm a man. I'm supposed to, I don't need to sleep. You know, you yeah. all see memes of right. Diddy. I only sleep 30 minutes a day. Yeah. What's wrong with you? It's like, nah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, believe in that at all i'm not saying that there are times we have to be disciplined you know i wake up pretty early and i got my regimen but sleep come first because if my mind ain't clear then whatever i do have to do is going to be a poor quality so you know taking bringing uh keeping these things in mind as as things that are investments things that are going to make my life better you know they're not taking away from what i do because like you said with the gym we don't do that with the gym Mm -hmm. you know we don't we don't go oh man if i'm in this gym for an hour, you know, you know what I could be doing? You're like, no, I understand that my body's strong. Then, you know, like you said, preparation of I'm out on the street, whatever happens, I'm prepared for it. It's mm-hmm. investment in you. And you might never fight for 20 years. You know, I, like, I ain't beat nobody's ass since 96. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm ready though. Right, right, exactly. Right. But you, you, you're ready, like we, we do it for that. Yeah, it's like I ain't never gonna. I'm I'm not a guy that fights all the time, but you know, I still I still enjoy martial arts. I still enjoy working out, and it's like, like again, I'm, most of the time, even when a confrontation does happen, it's like a half with, you know, it's a disagreement that could be resolved just by talking. But right. if it goes down, I'm ready. Right. But we don't take that same thing in account because just to add on to that point. There's been times where, let's say I haven't been meditating or whatever, and I'm in such a, maybe a little funk or just moody that day or whatever the case may be. And you get in an argument on the road and it's like, were you literally about to jump out this car for something that ain't going to matter in two seconds? Right. You know what I mean? Why? Because my mind ain't clear. Right. Now I drive, I'm like, bro, just let that, somebody cut you, bye. You know what I mean? Ain't even worth it. You know what I mean? So... It's it, but it's because of the clarity of yeah. being able to meditate, pray. You know, when you when you do these things, you know, the higher forces speak to you. You know yeah. what I mean? That, well, every every day, you're doing something, and it's like ah, uh, can't even need to engage in that. You, it's not even your own thoughts. You know, spirit mm-hmm. just talks to you like, you know what, man? Let's, let's go around the corner. It ain't that serious? Yeah. And it ends up being nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? But that's what I mean by investment. You know. So I think when we take it and we put it um, in that framework, when we look at it from that point of view, it could be something that we look forward to. Because we, we just like when we work out, we see the benefits. We right. can see the benefits of, of prayer and meditation as well. That's uh, extremely true. I remember the last time I got into a situation where violence would have normally been my, my first go-to, it was the most prayed up I had ever been in my life. Uh-huh. It, and, and so it was like, it was just, it was just a clear, a clear road to conflict and violence. And I hadn't uh-huh. get to exercise my skill set. And, you know, I've done some boxing. I've done a little bit of Muay Thai, you know, I've, I've, I've okay. dabbled and dabble, right? 
Uh, but street fighting was my thing. I used to, you know, in the nineties, I was, I, my brother used to put me out there. And <laughs> I can say that meditation, prayer, you know, the things you're suggesting are, are, are valuable for our, our black brothers uh, specifically, but every man, because we find ourselves in a lot of trouble and uh, because we mishandle our aggressions and we mismanage mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And man, what if, what if we could make a culture that before we decided what you looking at or, you know, are oh, you testing me? What if we just was in prayer? What if our minds were clear? I remember how clear my mind was the last time a man tested me in my adulthood. And I was just like, I'm good. Hey, you got it, bro. Do your thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right, going right, right. to spare you, bro. Have a good day, bro. Love and respect, bro. Love and respect. Right, right, like right, right, It didn't right. cross my mind. I won't beat him to death. But yeah. if I'm not praying up or if I'm not meditating, like I got a lot more conflict in me. When I don't, mm-hmm. when I don't got that level of peace, and every time I've been an adult, I've been in these meditation phases where I had peace, and so I can even the way you function is just so much more smooth, man. Mm-hmm. You know, all our brothers that go to jail, we you know, violence and gun guns and all of these different things are the first response to a stranger pissing you off on accident. That a person right. you'll never see again, you never seen them before, you never see them again. Who gives a damn if they have respect for you? Respect is so overrated, especially the respect of a stranger. <laughs> and I don't yeah, give yeah. a damn, bro. Do your thing. You know, right, but right. to your point, um, those things do help you function and in a in a practical sense they help you function. Um, and you know, I think you've, you made some, some, some very good points about that. And I think that, you know, our viewers have come away extremely helped if they just implement what you just said, just uh, even half of it, a portion of it, it could help them a lot, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And I think one other thing <clears throat> you alluded to it, uh, Martel when being on the road and yeah. somebody cutting you off, you just, this instant road rage, you instantly have an attitude. Mm-hmm. somebody you know what i'm saying it's like equivalent somebody stepping on your shoes in the club or something like that right you just right, you, right. Were, you were violated on the street somehow you know in passing with, with with vehicles and stuff so and all of us get it and i think mm-hmm. you can attribute that to other things in life people at work um that you mm-hmm. you know have issues with and you finally snap or you know you get to a boiling point at home and you snapping on little stuff but that means there was a problem long ago you know, yes. we're allowing things to, you know what I'm saying, to boil up. We're suppressing things. Uh, and we know it's a problem right away. And like you said, instead of having that conversation, instead of kind of having having it hashed out then, you know, have a diplomatic, you know, healthy conversation about, okay, there's this an issue I have right here with this. While you're still calm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because most of the time you're just not going to snap for no reason. There's something behind that. There's something yeah. that we ain't yeah, tackled yeah. and we haven't addressed <sighs> initially so i think that speaks to a lot of things because this time like i said i've been on the road i'm like nah he cool go ahead bro you i'm all right man we just right, chilling. Right. and then there's other times man what, what the man hold up man you know so that's <laughs> that's the issue you know what i'm saying i haven't tackled you know that that stems back beyond that that point in time you know what i mean and i and i know and i see the difference i'm like okay i'm acting like this here and then it's, it's night and day over here, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so I haven't, mm-hmm, you got to kind of trace your steps. I'm like, okay, so oh, that, that's then from, from, from back when I was at work or that's something that the, the wife mm-hmm. has said and I just, I'm still thinking yeah. about that. And then like you said, you could react in the wrong way, conduct yourself in the wrong uh, um, 
way with in, in, in confrontation with someone else and it really wasn't that big you over here about to start a fight with somebody and i'm saying and it's really nothing to do with them it's something that you got going on here in your mind so mm-hmm. in, you know um uh you know one last point i wanted to make um I had a dream last night, and um, in this dream, uh, there was a large groups of people about to have um, what looked to be a, a bloody fight to the death, right? And, and guns were drawn and everything. And I'm not going to say it was a, you know how dreams are stupid, so I'm not going to give out the whole context of the dream. But um, in this dream, I remember somebody came up to me before I had to, uh, you know, stay in my position. And I was like, you know, violence is intriguing because once you start it, you have no control over it. Like mm. once you start violence, you cannot control it. Like you don't get to, you don't get to decide when violence, you know, becomes enough, right? Like it always goes further than you thought it was going to go. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you know, what I, what I, what I realize is that like for us, to have this conversation and, and talk about, cause now my, my, and I know this might even be off topic a little bit, but when we, when we tell young brothers to meditate, uh, I like to give them at least an idea of what that means for me. And maybe you can give them an idea of what it means for you. And if, even if we go another 10 minutes or, or so, I, I'm cool with that. <clears throat> but I think it's important not to just tell the ignorant of meditation that, Hey, meditation, you know, and we know prayer, but everybody's been, a lot of people have been trying prayer and that's been a challenge for them because their faith has been challenged, right? So sometimes prayer right. might be, you might have to bounce between prayer and meditation. So for those of us who are interested in meditation and don't know how to um, how to implement meditation, I'll give a quick, a quick, uh, uh, a simple, a simplified method of how I choose to meditate. And if you have something different, uh, you can give them a quick, simple uh, thing that they can either look into or Google or or try themselves. So for me, I do a type of meditation that, uh, that helps me manage my moods. Again, I hadn't been meditating this month because I've been on a paper chase and I need to get mm-hmm. back to it. But what mm-hmm. I have my clients do, because I'm a life coach as well, um, and I don't even know if that goes into life coaching, but I know it helps me, so it helps my clients. I, I wake up in the morning, even if I have to wake up 10 minutes sooner than I need to. And I choose the mood I want. I have a few favorite moods. I have a mood that I love that that is ambitious, right? Uh, when I when I have ambition on my spirit, I am happy and I am energetic. <clears throat> okay. I like uh, I, I have this this fatherly love type of mood that I, I choose sometimes, and I, I'm, I'm really just meditating on the thankfulness that I feel for my family, for my kids, for my wife, for the health of my family, because we've seen the hospital, right? <laughs> so uh, I, I'm either I'm either choosing gratitude or I'm choosing ambition to start my day. I wake up, I wake up ten minutes before I need to. I choose ambition or I choose gratitude, right? Um, and you can choose another emotion, whatever is your favorite feeling to feel throughout the day. You take 10 minutes and you take the most powerful image or the most powerful recollection, the most powerful memory in your mind that gives you that physical sensation of having that feeling. And it has to be something that happened, whether you look at your favorite picture of your favorite person and you're grateful for that person, right? To give you the spirit and usher in the spirit of gratitude, or you're thinking about your next move, your master plan, how you gonna get to the paper, how you gonna get to this house or whatever your dreams manifested would be. You think about those for 10 minutes. Think about the end result, your purpose, your overall purpose, not your goal, not the steps, but the overall purpose, right? Um, And you take 10 minutes to feel that, to feel the emotions attached to the most powerful uh, feelings that you like to feel throughout the day. And from that point on, you've chosen that as your intention for the day. As you go throughout your day, 
If you lose that feeling, that means you've gotten away from your meditation. All you have to do is go right back to that thing that you that you thought of that you burned into your mind for 10 minutes before you started your day. And you immediately know you're not in meditation anymore because the a physical emotion leaves your body and you're like, "Wait a minute, I don't feel right. I had a vibe going. Uh, uh, ambition. We back mm. on. We back on." Mm. And and you just like start that. and you st- you burn it into your mind again. And I like it because it's an active form of meditation. I can do it while I'm at work. I can do it when my hands are busy. I can do it while I'm driving. Uh, so for me, it's the image of me coming home to my brand new house. I'm on my custom Kobe Bryant Mamba mentality basketball court that I'm going to build. And I'm asking my son about his day over a game of basketball. That's my vision for mm-hmm. myself. And mm-hmm. that way I can, that way ambition mixes with my, with my gratitude for my son and, and, and just the fatherly love I have. So I'm full of love. I'm full of ambition. I'm full of gratitude for these things because that's how strong that image is in my head. But that's a, that's a forethought. Like that's, that's out in the future for me, but it gives me energy and it gives me pace patience and peace so when somebody says something racist at my job which happens sometimes <laughs> um mm-hmm. i'm not ready to snap i'm not ready to be the angry black man i'm just like that's what's up <laughs> i got you all right dude yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but but like that's one of those things so whether you love to feel ambitious a lot of us men have uh, have some hustle we want to feel ambitious whether you like to feel gratitude gratitude for the things you've overcome gratitude for the things you're thankful for gratitude for the people in your life um those are very powerful emotions and you can choose other emotions. There are many other emotions, many other things that you can attach your, your mind and body to. But once you feel the physical feeling, think about that thing for 10 more minutes until that feeling just becomes your, your vibe for the day. And as you move throughout your day, you'll notice that you'll notice immediately when that feeling and that vibe leaves your body. And you're like, wait a minute, I'm not right. I had the thing going on. What was that? Okay. Got it. Got it. I was thinking mm-hmm. about my sons. I'm back here. So that's how I, that, that's a very quick meditation. And I, I only wanted to take that time to tell people how to do that because we, we brought it up and sometimes people bring up meditation. And if a guy goes Google it, somebody's going to tell him to clear his mind and think of a white background. And sometimes we're too right, busy. Right. We don't have that time. So that's my form of meditation. If anybody here listening to this uh, wants to ask me, uh, because I had to rush the shit out of it, but if anybody wants to ask me how I meditate and get some more details about that that's listening to this, uh, write us on the fatherhoodvillage.com, put meditation, 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 and um, uh, I'll jump in and I'll let you know how, how I meditate and talk to you personally. But uh, like I said, my brother, Daddy Longlegs, how do you how do you meditate? What methodology do you do you prescribe to somebody who's curious and, and they would hear you say that and be like, well, how do I meditate? Okay. Um, when I was uh, a few years ago, two years ago, I used to um, I used to teach as well. So um, I was teaching for this program in Brooklyn called Ife Tayo. They're like kind of like a Afro African centered cultural academy. They have like different like activities for kids and they had a, a rites of passage program. So we were working with kids as young as six. And I think the oldest was 17 and they divided it in, into three like age groups. Right. But before we were split off into our groups, we would all meet up in a room. And I made it a thing every Saturday we would meditate. And um, the way I always, what I would help them do to visualize it is, uh, I mean, I know some people haven't flown before, but like I, I, in my mind when I'm when I'm meditating, it's not about clearing my thoughts because honestly, I think that's impossible. Like when people say that, when, when I first heard that and people were like, oh, just clear your mind. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah. You know how my mind works? Like I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I can't turn it off. So instead of 
you know, when we think we usually stay on the thought, that's how we're able to communicate. It's like, all right, I got to stay on this subject and keep it going. But what I would do is just kind of is a streamline. It's almost like when you're flying and you're and the plane is going through a cloud, it's just the cloud is just passing by. You know, so whatever thoughts that I'm having, I'm just letting them pass by. And I try to give the kids that I was that I was working with that visual of like it is passing through a cloud. You don't have don't stop thinking, but don't let the thoughts stick. Just let it go. And um, in my own personal practices, when I wake up in the morning, first I pray. I pray. Then I sit down in the same space. I pray. And um, I'm def I definitely want to use your method because I think that that'll be great. Um, but what I usually do is like, I always pray for clarity. Like I want to see as clearly as possible during the day. Cause you never know what um, opportunity is going to come up. You know what I mean? There's certain times where you in a store and something's like, like I remember when I was, uh, I took a trip out to Tanzania in June. And when I, when I landed, there was a brother, we talked real quick, but something at, when we got off the flight, someone was like, talk to that man. I talked to them and we ended up exchanging numbers and he was telling me the things that he's working on. It was like, whoa, but it's because I was, I, I was provided with a certain clarity. Like, you know, my eyes are open wider than when I'm, when I don't meditate. And, you know, I feel like when it comes to your purpose or your destiny, there's different paths to it, but there's kind of like little, it's almost like a streamline, like you're supposed to, it might not be as fixed as like, well, I'm going to walk here at 445 and then this is, but there's certain opportunities that are going to come about where you can either go left or right. Yeah. And when you're met with those opportunities, it's like something is making me go this way because that is the mo more, most conducive to my destiny of what I'm trying to accomplish. If, mm -hmm. like you said, the vision of you having the house and you playing ball with your son is like, this is like a higher perspective. It's almost like you're standing on a mountaintop looking at the city as opposed mm -hmm. to being down in the city. Mm -hmm. So when I meditate, I try to get that visual. It's like, what am I trying to see 10 years from now? You know, like I'm building this, I'm building this business. I'm doing this over here. I got this property. Like I was talking to my kids the other day in the car and I'm like, the stuff I'm doing, I plan on like when you guys are 16, if you say, yo, I'm, I'm New York is annoying me. You know, I just need to go see my pops. He got a house out in Tanzania. You know, it's like, that's what I'm doing this for. So even mm -hmm. though they're small now, it's like, I got to get to that place. So I got to mm -hmm. constantly have my, the meditation be a reminder of like, don't forget what your mission is right. and, and don't forget how to get there. The, the way to get there will be a little mysterious, but when you're moving out through your day to day, it, um, the, the, the clarity that it provides you is like, okay, this is the move I'm supposed to make. Oh, mm. you know, even again with the, the conversation about conference confrontation, will this bullshit bring me closer to where I'm trying to go or not? Right. Cause right. it could easily be, ah, shit, no. And you mm. want the cop car and now bye-bye to whatever he was trying to do. Right. So to have the clear mind to go, like you said, bro, I ain't worth it. All right, have a good day. Going that way, who knows, you know, how timing works. Three hours from now, you had that right conversation with a certain person that is now getting you closer to that thing you're trying to accomplish. So yeah. for me, it's like clarity and can I have a bird's eye view 
of what I'm trying to accomplish for, for years to come and right. then kind of align my, have my body walk with that spirit. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, absolutely. I agree. It's a, uh, obviously you want to stay on center of this mm-hmm. path as you, as you move forward and, and knowing that things can derail you, uh, going left, going right, going backwards. And mm-hmm. like you said, that clarity, always keeping a clear picture um, and, and knowing that there's things that you can control and things that you cannot control. I think I'm having some, some latency right here on the. You sound yeah. well, you sound well. Okay. Good. Okay. But yeah, just, just knowing, okay, there's some things that I, I have control over, you know, and, and that's my domain. Let me conquer what I have control over and know the mm-hmm. difference of and what I don't have control over. No, you know, so just like you said, you end up in the back of a, a cop cruiser or you having road rage or you snapping on people at work and stuff like that, you know, you had control over that. You know what I'm saying? This, right, this is right, the right, right and wrong right. way to do things. Um, but nah, this, this, this was an awesome conversation. I'm glad we had mm-hmm. this before we go. Just to, I'm, I'm going to jump to a different subject, but for those that follow Zodiac signs, your sun sign astrology in that matter, you know, people, read their horoscopes and things like that. Is that a good way to kind of gauge and understand your disposition on things and kind of, um, you know, your temperament? Is that like a good, you know, gauge and a good barometer to kind of understand yourself and how you interact with other signs and things of that nature? Um, yes and no. I, I always make a joke. Uh, like the newspaper horoscopes, that's like usually astrologers worst enemy because people usually come to us and go, oh, that's what it is. And it's like, nah, man, I do way more than just like, you know, yeah. you're going to you're gonna find a $10 bill in the street because you're a tourist. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but what, what I would say is, um, I mean, definitely studying or researching your sun sign definitely helps a great deal. But, um, and it's, it's, like, it's, it's like baby steps. It's like, that's the first part of it. I remember when I started just doing that and then, Eventually, I moved on to uh, natal charts, which is a deeper aspect of a horoscope. So it's like, yeah, mm. I'm this sun sign, but oh snap, I got this, this, that, and that. And now you're is it's not as broad. Now is that now I'm learning about Mimi. You know, yes, okay. you know we're you know we've got different Libras all over the world, but now I look at my chart. I'm looking at. The specific Libra that is me that was born on this day at this time, and this mm. was I always uh, describe the the natal chart is like a snapshot of what was happening in the universe the moment you were born, and that was a unique event. Everything is a unique event, you know. So being able to like look at that unique event that that is your life, and being yeah. able to break it apart, um, it's. You know, you don't have to jump right into that, but I would say once you do get a pretty good understanding of your sun sign to, you know, try natal charts. You could just Google like uh, natal chart readings or, you know, or you could hit me up. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it, yeah, there's, there's different ways to go about it. And then once you do, let's say if you know your moon and your moon is in Aquarius, there are YouTube videos and and thousands of pages that will just break down what Aquarius moon is and 
what having a Venus in Taurus means and all that. So, you know, it's a, it's a really fun rabbit hole, you know, that you could take your time. You don't have to make it homework, you know, yeah. take your time with it. And, you know, you, you'll learn more about yourself in the process. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, like I said, man, if, uh, if y'all need help, uh, don't be afraid to le- uh, reach out, uh, whether, whether that's, uh, alternative, uh, ways or whether those are conventional ways, but you know, uh, if you have meditation, uh, is something that is over your head If prayer is something that is over your head. Get with a brother like, uh, Martel. He could definitely teach you those, uh, those techniques and those tools to put in your toolbox. And, uh, you want to learn those things and other things before you start to manifest negative behaviors. And, and obviously, you know, as fathers, we want to impact our families, uh, in the most positive way possible, uh, to build uh, strong men instead of try to repair broken ones. So thank you so much, brother, for your wisdom, uh, for your, for your courtesy, for your patience, for your time, for your ministry, uh, and the way you help these people, man. And, uh, uh, you know, make sure you guys, uh, uh, tap in with Martel. We're going to put his, um, um, his, uh, uh, how do we reach you, brother? How, how do we Contacts. reach you? Yeah, what's what's, what's yeah, your, your website? I know you have a website. Yeah, you could if you if you're interested in booking a reading, you can go on the website www.daddylonglegsastrology.com. Um, you can also hit me up on Instagram. I'm I'm always active on Instagram. Um, Daddy Longlegs, Daddy underscore Longlegs. Um, that's D D it's D A D D I underscore L O N G, uh, L E G Z. Okay. And um, yeah, shoot me a DM of any guys have a question. Um, the the um, yes, I, I yes, did I spell it right? Yes, sir. You got it. Um, I purposely made the men's services on the low low just so that you know nothing will discourage you. You just right. you know we can talk, and you know I really enjoy being a homie. Like I enjoy being your boy. This is how the conversation would go about. I'm not above you. I'm just somebody that you know, has the expertise and we're just going to have some good conversations, much like the ones we had today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you, brother. We we hold you up, man. Give you your flowers right now. We appreciate any brother out here trying to help other brothers, man. We got enough of us going to war with each other. This is what we need to make culture, man, is is holding each other up, supporting each other and and, uh, being a resource for one another, bro. So with that, I give it to Deshaar. He's much better at closing things out than I am. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh nah nah not at all man but uh again again just to reiterate this was a, a great conversation i think we we discovered some new avenues um for instance like what Kev said about his his form of meditation how he he gets centered the things he thinks about um and like i said this is a conversation that can go on and on we can continue this conversation and we would like to like i said those viewing this episode please comment below share what you have email us we're at the fatherhood village at gmail you know let's 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 engage let's let's take this this further you know what i'm saying and subscribe like and and reach us in, in all these social media outlets man we're here to talk we're in, here to spread it, the, the conversation to, to many others all right? all right so yeah man like i said martel was great having you we'll, we'll try to do this again in, in the near future absolutely Absolutely. Yes, yes. All right, man. We're hey, about to hear, man. All right, brother. TFV. All right, now. With that, without uh, further ado, I'm Dale Holloway. That's Kev Hick. Peace and love. Hey. Peace and love.